Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. I almost forgot to do my intro because I was just jamming to our audio. (laughs) So good. (laughs) So good. Welcome back. We're here for a bonus episode of the month. Bonus episode, guys. We just felt like you deserved it. Yeah, you did. We kind of had like a different episode last week. And so this week. Sorry, this week, this Monday. Yes. And so we wanted to just like give you guys a, a normal episode because obviously that one was a little different. It was fun. We got to do like a founder interview. Which we've never done before. Which we've never done. So that was like a little different. It was a short episode. So this one will be more like a regular. I just feel like I have so much to catch up on. I know. More like a regular codependent <laughs> girly episode. So we're excited. It's going to be our advice vent episode. Yes. So I'm going to give you all of our unsolicited advice that we are not qualified to That's give. kind of solicited because you asked for it. It's kind of solicited. Because <laughs> you really want to hear us. Yeah. So Jamie, do we, should we Let's catch up. Yeah, let's catch up. What's been going on? What's what's life been like lately? I chopped my hair off. Kenzie chopped her hair. Yeah, it feels really She's good. A new woman. I do. I feel like a new woman. It's crazy how much a hairstyle can like make you feel like a new person. It, it, and it's like everybody kind of longs for like a change sometimes in their totally. look. Totally. But they don't really know how to get there. I am without re- like plastic surgery. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> no, I have been thinking about cutting my hair for like two weeks now. Yeah. And almost longer even. Almost longer. I am so glad I already had this hair appointment scheduled yes. because it really made me sit on it. I'm a very impulsive girly. Yes. Very impulsive girly. <laughs> and so I texted my hairstylist and I was like, hey, I want to chop my hair. Can I come in today? Like, get she's me in. Like, uh, she's like, you have an appointment in two weeks. Why don't you sit on it? Like, she knows me. She <laughs> knows that I would do something like this. Because you would do that. And so I waited the two weeks and when I saw, I walked in and I was like, she's like, are we doing it? I was like, we're doing it. I don't know. It just feels like a new season. I feel like a lot has been changing for some reason. Yeah. Like a lot's changing, but nothing's changing. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. You like long for a change, but you do have like changes in your life. But like, this is like my breakup hair. And I didn't have a breakup. <laughs> they're in DJ. Our, that's her close friend's story. Her We're breaking up. breaking up. No, I actually did cut my hair this short in high school after I broke up with my boyfriend that I dated for like a year and a half. I like vividly remember that entire scene because scene, <laughs> like it's in a movie. It was actually a scene though. It literally was a scene. Kenzie, deci- like her and her boyfriend broke up. Hey, we dated for a hot minute. They dated for a minute. Like she was like, screw him. You know what? Like, I'm going to chop my mother I'm gonna chop hair, my hair off. off. So she chopped her hair off and... That night, we went to, like, a play. Like, I don't know why we did that and why the boys were there, too. Jamie, I cannot remember. I cannot believe how well you remember this because when I think about chopping my hair, the first thing I think of is when we were in the theater. We were in the theater. Why is that both our memory? And it was like a movie. I remember us walking in. It was like slow-mo. You were, like, shaking, like, is he going to notice me? Is he going to notice my hair? Like, what's going to happen? Is he going to think I'm hot still? Like, all the things running through your head, and we like slow mo were walking in. You guys like locked eyes. Like he like he was in the front. We were like walking in from the back. And the way that our high school theater was Wait, like situated, I can't, I can't believe you remember this. Was that we were like it's like a slope downhill because like this that's normal the for higher, theater. Yeah, the higher seats are higher, whatever. Yeah. So we're like walking down, and he was like in the front, and he like looked at you, and you're just like, mm, like mm, I got my hair chopped. And the next day, Kenzie, I think you cried all day. I did. He did text me and tell me it looked good. Okay, he did. Would you like you won a victory there, but you. Hated it. I never hated something more. She ne- and she has said for the last ten years. Ten like, years. I will never cut my hair. Ever let me chop my hair. Again. I, Jamie, I'm actually really, I'm like really impressed because if I think about cutting my hair, my first thought in is the, in the theater. In the theater. Wow. So that, that might have been a core memory for you too. It, it was a core memory because that's I, a I good like, friend. I remember your outfit that you were wearing. I remember you like took a selfie outside and then that was like on a Friday. You cried most of the day Saturday. I cried most of the weekend. <laughs> and then Sunday you took like your new church pick. Do you remember what I was wearing there? In front of the garage. You were wearing a blue skirt with a yellow shirt. My blue chevron skirt. I freaking slayed. <laughs> <laughs> Kenzie needs to do that TikTok trend that's like, uh, like what, what is it? It's like something you ate I, and survived. And it needs to be that photo. Hey, I actually was thing. really cute in that she picture. She did. She like had her shoulders up like No, shrugging. that, I really regretted that. I, really, I vividly remember that entire that memory. That is so funny because it is engraved in my head, the theater, for some reason. It is. It's engraved. That's so weird that you, you wore like a, f- like a floral dress with like 
are like brownish pinkish car- like half cardigan from brandy i literally like cannot believe that that is a it core is memory. a core memory that's honestly that's a good friend when like your core memory is her core memory and like your core memories just like sync up they like, sync they 100 percent. our period sync, sync our, our core, core memory sync. sync all of the things are syncing our babies <laughs> we're, are sync. we're synced up actually that's funny that you just said that because my friend was in town the other day she's an eight month old and her cousin who is like her best friend, yes. also has a six month old. So they're like really, really close. Yes. And she was like, it is the worst because their naps aren't synced. So it's like one of them's always oh. awake. Then the next one has to go to sleep. And then the next one's awake. And I told, she's like, what do you and Jamie do for that? And I'm like, we, we sync. day one of those we babies sync. being born, we're like, hey, what time are they napping? They're going we to sync. go down at the same time. Yep. And we really did do that. And we sync it. Um, But then I did cut my hair, back to hair cutting. <laughs> I did cut my hair on accident when I was pregnant with Pierce. Heidi cut my hair off. Oh yeah, she was like, "I'm just she, cutting a little bit." But she, I, I did need it. I did she need did. it. She did. And my hair grows really uneven, and so the right side is always longer than the left side. Don't know why, but it looked so horrendous, and so it was like four inches. No, longer. it was like, and I just refused to cut my hair because yep. I have trauma. She literally from high school from that core memory. <laughs> And so, what's the opposite of like a good like core memory? Is like usually like a, a core nightmare. Yeah, core nightmare. No, it was horrible. Yeah. And then so she cut my hair. I was nightmare. pregnant, <laughs> but I was already like puffy from being pregnant. I was already self conscious from being pregnant, and so she chopped my hair without. And I knew immediately that's another core memory. Kenzie was the trauma flooded. Kenzie, I she cried. texted me and was like, "Are you effing kidding me? What just happened?" Looking back, I needed it, and I can appreciate that my hair was so unhealthy, Yep, but it sucked. So this was a big deal. It was a big deal. This was a big deal to me, and I truly feel like it fits my personality. I feel great. I feel fresh. I feel summery. I am like- She can like do the cute half-ups, the claw clips, like all the things. So in like two months, Jamie will have her hair chopped. In two months, (laughs) catch me. Catch me with- We're going to sync up our hair. We're going to sync this shit up. So that's my news for the week. DJ passed his test. Oh, that's a good day. Dude, I wanted to puke. That is a good day. I will find out in like two weeks, and I'm- my stomach well, at least that's Maybe the last that's why I've been feeling like, kind but of that's the last test for you. This was not DJ's last test. That's true. He has one more test. Like why do we have to take so many freaking tests? Why? But the bar at least is over. It, like we oh, still have freaking let's hope, boards. Let's pray. Let's, let's pray. Let us all pray. Can everybody pray? Like Justin passes the bar because let's get on this. he won't tell Jamie the actual date that they're supposed to find out yeah. because he knows that Jamie's going to be a ball of anxiety. And I'm like, what time? Like, he's like, I'm not telling. I don't want anybody to know. Like Kat asked me yesterday and I was like, I can't tell you. Like, can't. Does he know? It's sworn to secrecy. Yeah, he does. He knows. I would go on his email. I'm well, I'm just I'm anxious and I like I want him. Have you seen that video going around of the guy passing the bar? It's like huge on TikTok right no. now. No. It's like it has gone super viral. Wait, you need to open the email together and take a video. That's what I want to do, but I think he's gonna be too nervous, but I'm kind of just gonna set up a camera. I, like what is he gonna do? I would do I'll that. I'll probably go hide and open it. <laughs> Tell him not to open it without you. I'm going to that's actually it. really cute. Even if you don't pass, like well, and it's, I mean, it's like when, Crickets. it's like when you get pregnant and you take all of like the videos of you, like yes. looking at the pregnancy test. Like I love watching those videos Me of like, too. they're I like, I don't love when they're negative, obviously, but like, it's yes, like they're yes, negative, yes. negative, negative, and then positive, And it's so great to see their face like light up. Like yes. you want the memory of it. You want the memory. So I'm like, even if this one is a negative, the, the next, next one will be a positive. positive. Oh. It has to be. That is like. Or else my breakup story will be coming Then soon. Jamie's breakup hair will be coming my, in two months. And I will be bald. I, I, I will, will shave, shave my head. I will be Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm going to go off the deep end. Like I'll start from, I'm going to shave my head. I'll shave Navy's head. I'll shave Rossi's head. Dude, honestly, that'd be nice to shave Rossi's head and you don't have to do her hair anymore. Oh my gosh, she hates me. She'd look like a little boy. She hates <laughs> her hair. She hates it. I think that's all of my news. Yeah, Kenzie Scott, that's her news. My news is that I got a bunny for my girls for Easter. It's like on, um, like order. Like, I like didn't know that. I I, I said it in the group chat. <laughs> Wait, really? I did. I said it. No boys allowed. Our did you say, I think I'm going to get a bunny? No, I said I'm getting the girls a bunny for Easter. I think we all thought you were being sarcastic. I was being dead serious, but the bunny was pregnant. So I was having to wait until the bunny gave birth. And then you have to wait for the bunny to be old enough to come home wait, with you. I kind of want one. So I'm getting a bunny. Can I get one too? They have one. They can have you, one left. Can you ask them if I can have it? Yeah. I actually really want it. Do you want a bunny? I really want a bunny. It's like a house, like. A house cat. It's house bunny. No, it, it literally is like it will like use a dog door. It'll go outside. Like it's, it's like a house. It's not like in a cage. Wait. It, it like hops around your house. Wait, I want one. Okay. Will I'll you text you? Yes. Because yes. I really want a bunny. Yeah, they have one left. The only one they have left is a white one, but it's I white want, with blue eyes. Wait, 
What, what's wrong with that? No, nothing. Some people just like colored ones. So what, what color is your bunny? Like my bunny's like um, tan. Oh, it's like a tan. I thought like a colored, but they're going to have like a pink bunny. <laughs> I was like, I don't care if it's white. They dye their hair. No, yeah, they have one left. They actually posted yesterday, but she's been like messaging me like um, updates, like bunny updates. And what are you going to name her? So cute. I have no idea yet. Wait, do your girls know? No, they have no idea. I will say something surprising. Justin won't talk to me about it. He's kind of annoyed that I'm doing it. He's Wait, like, really? Which is shocking. He like, brought home like 30 chicks. Ex- I told him, I'm like, you can't say a freaking word to me. Like, Jamie, he literally brought home like 30 chickens. He's like, oh, it's one more animal. I'm like, I already have to find somebody to babysit Coco when I, when we leave. Like, it's just a bunny. It's one, it's one more thing. We can bring the bunny with us. We can bring, we can put the bunny in our suitcase. <laughs> so yeah, we're, I'm getting the girls a bunny. It'll be ready in June. So I still have a while. Okay. To like prepare. Perfect. I have a month to tell TJ. Perfect. That'll be great. I'm actually like so Our excited. Our bunnies can be best friends. They can, yeah. They can hop around together. I'm obsessed. They literally just hop around. They're self-cleaning. You never have to give them a bath. Okay. It's actually like bad to give them a bath. They will get like hypothermia. Okay, cool. So, so thanks so, for telling me. So yeah, I, I'm learning a lot. I'm like, and I told Jess, I'm like, don't you care? I'm like, I'm like an ad girly. Like I'm like, <laughs> farm I'm girly. like, I'm like an animal type of girl. Like I have a house bunny. Like I have a house bunny. Justin like, wants like, I'm an animal lover. He wants like cattle dogs and he wants like yes. big old dogs. And then you got like a mini golden doodle. I have like a mini golden doodle. Like, like the bunny. most prissy dog in the world. <laughs> and he wants like these no, big bulky dogs that <laughs> like, like sheep dogs. No. Yeah. And Justin got like a mini golden a doodle. Mini golden that doodle. literally is the biggest sissy. And like a bunny. And a, and a and bunny. And chicks. And chicks. And the other day I fed the outdoor cat because I got sad. It came to our door, our back door, and it was just looking inside. Oh, so you are going to have a bunny, a cat, and a dog. And I won't let the cat inside. Like I refuse, but it's, it's outside. It comes around every once in a while. I'll give it some water. I gave it a can of tuna. Jamie's going to like start leaving every single day food outside for the cat. I do. I like, it's like children. It's like, if you love, have like a love for little kids, you like have a love for animals. I don't, they like kind of go hand in hand in my mind. I, I can agree with that. Honestly, whenever I see a cat, I want to like take it home. I hate cats personally. I I'm allergic I, to cats. I don't want a cat. But I want a kitten. But I, I Payson wants a kitten. Jamie, Payson has asked me for a kitten probably 50 times. Did you guys know I, I was seconds away from getting Payson a hamster for her birthday. And I, would, I was so I, scared that no, you'd be mad. I would have fully supported All it. of our sisters and mom talked me out of it, but I was literally on my way to the well, store. Well, she'll be five next year. Perfect. She, she would actually like really love that. She would love a hamster. But she would love a bunny. I'd probably keep I the know. bunny in her room, honestly. She would love that. She would love a freaking bunny. She would. Pierce? Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> Pierce would love a bunny. Dude, Pierce would probably huck the bunny though. He probably would. He is. <laughs> Until you just said, Gentle. I'm kind of scared of Rossi, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, Rossi would maybe eat the bunny. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous, but hey, she's gonna have, I have to have high learn. hopes. <laughs> I have high hopes. I actually really want a bunny now. Okay, I'm gonna send you them. I don't um, know how Nugget would feel about a bunny. Bunnies are pretty chill. I feel like maybe he wouldn't mind. They don't bark, they don't like they don't move they don't really move much. Hopefully she can move faster than he can. I know. I know. I know. Um, I'm actually really excited about this. So uh, my news this week is that I'm getting a bunny. Because <laughs> it's getting a bunny too. I'm getting my hair chopped. Kids is getting bunny. We're sinking. We're sinking our <laughs> animals. Perfect. Actually, I really want a bunny. So this is very yeah, exciting this is, news. This is good news. This is this great. Is, yeah. So excited. <laughs> I wanted to get your like reaction because I knew nobody like really said anything. I just thought, I, s- I think we all thought you were not being serious. I know. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm dead freaking serious. No, like we already are signed up for like, money. How like, expensive are money? signed up. Uh, they're about 190 bucks. Okay. But I put a deposit down, so you put ninety bucks, and then you and put the other hundred. Okay, perfect. So it's kind of split up. It's like a payment plan. It's like a payment plan for a bunny. <laughs> it's like a firmer. Wait, I really actually am very excited. Wait, is the white bunny cute or is it like not very cute? Oh, it's freaking cute. Okay, I'll show you. Okay. It's freaking cute. I'm very excited. Yeah. No, they're they're well, very cute. There's our news, and that's all for the week today. <laughs> and that is it. Thanks for joining the Codependent Podcast. We'll see, see you guys next week. week. Um, advice? Should we jump in? Yeah, let's jump in. We actually have some. Kenzie got some like great. This is advice. the best advice I think, or like. The best, like, I'm showing Kenzie the bunny. That's so, it's so cute. Show you its little face. Okay, I'm really excited. Yeah, it's look at they like do little updates. Oh my gosh, they're tiny. Aren't they tiny? Would I want a bunny? How cute! It's like a pure white bunny. It's a pure white bunny, but it has blue eyes, so it's not the creepy ones that have red eyes. It has blue eyes. Okay, wait. Can you message her right now and tell her my sister wants the white bunny? Look at that's what her last one. Wait, why is that one not sold yet? I I think people just want colored bunnies, but I have no preference. A perp. That's literally perfect. Look at how cute. I don't discriminate against white bunnies. Okay, I love it. Wait, I'm really excited. (laughs) I love this. I'm gonna message her. Please message her right now. Okay, we're gonna jump into some advice column. Um, because you guys need our advice and we're here to give our advice. We're here. So, we're here for you. Jamie, I talked to you about this one 
on the drive to your house today. So I'm yes. going to start okay, with it. Okay, let's start with that. We have a two-year-old girl, and we found out we're having a boy. My mother-in-law's disappointed. She wanted our daughter to have a friend. How do we handle this? Ooh, this is a great one. I want you to start with this one because you have experienced something kind of similar. Kind of similar. Not my mother-in-law. It was my own mother. My own mom. My own mom. Um, my mom, like, loves girls because she had three plus one. So she had four girls. And then we had five granddaughters. I'm the plus one. Jamie's the plus one. Um, we had five granddaughters, and we had no boys in our family. And so when my mom... Like, I remember when we were going to Turkey, like, I was pregnant. We didn't know the gender yet. And she was like, well, I just hope it's a girl. I hope it's a girl. Like, I want it to be a girl. Like, what? Like, don't you want it to be a girl? And I was like, honestly, like, I'm really okay with either. But, like, I know girls. And so I guess I'm leaning towards that. But also. But, like. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. And so. And I remember when you were pregnant. And mom wanted me to send her the gender because she didn't want to go to your gender reveal unless it was a girl because she wouldn't be able to hide her emotions about it being a girl. It being a boy. Do you remember yep. that? Yep. And she was like literally serious. Like no, she, she was dead serious. She like didn't want to know because yeah. she was nervous that her reaction was going to be Wouldn't be like what I would want it to exactly. be. Exactly. Yep. And so I was very nervous. And then I ended up having a boy and- I was very nervous because she made it like blatantly obvious. Like she really wanted me to have a girl. Yep. And, and we had already found out that I was having a girl. So it was even more pressure. Yes. If you Kennedy. were having a boy, it would have been much easier. It would have been much easier. Couldn't have taken one for the team, huh? I I'm sorry. Yeah. Take that up with Justin. <laughs> Take that up with Justin. And so I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I kind of get this in a sense. And I just like, I feel like for me, I just kept having to like remind my mom, like, we're really happy it's a boy. Like, this is going to be so different, but so fun. Like, I vividly remember, especially DJ, like, oh, his face was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, he was so excited. He was so excited. And, and, and DJ is such a good dad that I think, and also I will say, like, I feel like DJ is different than other guys because he is, like, more emotional. Very nurturing. And something that I think about a lot is that, like, with with little boys, you're often told like to hide your emotion and stuff. And totally. I, I think the DJ is such a good guy to have a boy for that reason that he doesn't have to say he that. doesn't have to say that. Yeah. And he can be like open and real and emotional with his totally. little boy too. And I, I just remember having so many conversations with my mom. Like anytime she brought up like the girl thing, I would, I would like shut her down quickly. I would always remind her like, we're having a boy. Like she bought like a ton of girl stuff for the playroom. And I constantly still have to be like, don't, don't forget, forget about Pierce. We like we have a family. And now like Pierce is like her favorite human being. No, like, she loves Pierce so much. And as the terms of having like a friend, I hate that so much. Like that's so dumb. That's just so, I, I understand. Like my sisters are my best friends. Like I, of course I of get course. that. But also like, I don't know. I just think it's silly to put down having like another gender to have a friend. Like Pierce and Payson are literally best friends. Exactly. And I don't think that that necessarily defies like them being, I mean, obviously you want your kids to be best friends. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you think about in high school, who you hung out with wasn't necessarily, I mean, unless you're me and Kenzie, but that was a different situation. Different, yeah. But like your best friend usually wasn't your brother or sister. Like, like Kendall's one grade above me and I never hung out with her. No, never. Because never. you're just, you have different friends, you have different interests, you have different sports. Like, all of that comes into play. And literally yesterday, Justin asked Navy, like, Rossi, like, who's your best friend? Rossi's your best friend, right? And she said, no, actually, Payson is. Literally. And so, yeah, I have two girls, and they they love each other, and they're best friends. But at the same time, like, maybe when she pictures her best friend, she pictures Payson. It, yes. Because and maybe, like, the older she gets. Yeah. Because I feel like the older I get, the more I appreciate my sisters. Completely. But also, I have these two friends that I grew up with, and it's a brother and sister. And, like... They are literally the world's greatest friends. They are. And they support each other and they're there. I think so much more um, of like having sibling relationships comes from the parents and them encouraging their kids to support each other and all the things they do. Yep. Rather than the genders. Yeah. I mean, just for us, even like the amount of Saturdays I had to drive to the Valley to watch Cat play soccer. Like we, my mom and dad never made us, like they never, ever let us miss a game. Like we for, were- for, their, for our siblings. Yeah. We yep. were at every single game, like Kendall and Cat, like- did not like watching my gymnastics meets and they came to every single one. Like, I think it's as a parent, you just need to expose your kids to like you were family and like you support family and just like encourage them to support the other sibling and what they're doing, because that is how you're going to build bonds and, and create long lasting relationships rather than the genders that you have. Yeah. And so for our advice for dealing with your mother-in-law, first of all, I had to tell my mom multiple times that like, Hey, like if you want to see Payson, like, you got to take Pierce. You got to, like, 
See, yep. Pierce, you got to like, you know, like. Like he's also part because, of my yeah, family. And, and if you're going to be rude about me having a boy, then you don't get to see my girl. Exactly. And so I feel like with time, I think time has made it so much better. And now that like, like the other, yesterday I was hanging out with her and she's like, I just love that we have a boy now. And like, we get to see what like a Peterson boy looks like. And she's like, I just like. That's so cute. She's like, I've always wondered. And like, now we have it. And I feel like he looks like d- dad. And like, he does it just makes so me so like happy. Dad. And like, I, I think. I think it just comes a time. It does. And mom and has come around. Like she's definitely. come around to it and she's like learning the boy she, stuff. And she's even embracing it. Even though it's like awkward, not awkward, but it's different. It's different. Like for their birthday, their first birthdays, they got, she got them quads yep. and like she got uh, Rossi like this pink and purple girly quad. And then she got Pierce like this tractor truck. And, and like, it's so fun once you embrace it. It is. And I think the fact that you are so open with it and you tell everybody like you are so happy you have a little boy and you're like, he like has my heart and it's so different. And I think obviously like you're pregnant, whoever's saying this, like you're pregnant. And so it's a little different, but at the same time, like that little boy will have like a pull on your heart. And hopefully your mother-in-law can see that and you can remind her like, Hey, I have a little boy and I'm so excited. They're going to grow up and they're going to support each other. They're going to be like little best friends. It doesn't matter it what doesn't matter. the gender is. Yep. Like I also, can't, even if you have all boys from now on, like your little girl will be your bestie. Exactly. I, that's kind of how I feel. I'm like, exactly. Payson's my little tiny best friend. And like, I and get to do the girly stuff with her. And like, that's really special to us. And you get to do your like fun boy stuff and your like boy mom heart with Pierce. Yeah. And so it's so different. Okay. This was another question. I'm not even going to read it because I remember it. Um, it went kind of along the same like lines of she had a boy first and then now everyone asks her. She doesn't know mm. what she's having, but everyone asks her like, don't you want a girl next? Don't you want a girl next? And I feel like that would get really frustrating because I feel like it like minimizes the value of like the boy that you did have. Like I'm not just having another baby. So I have a girl. Like I literally get asked that question like every single day. Every time you do a Q&A box, you get asked. Do you want a boy next? Do you want a boy next? Do you want a boy next? And I'm like, I honestly am a hundred percent happy with whatever I have. And like, like why are you like valuing the life of a boy more than like another daughter? Like I would be so happy to have another daughter. And I like, and I literally don't care. Yeah. I'm like, it's, I I'm fine. So she asked how you cope with that. Like, what do you like? Cause you get asked it. Like you it's not asked. gonna stop and, getting And it's asked. not gonna stop. And I get it. Like, I mean, I've asked people Me that too. before. If they have one gender, I'm like, oh, do you want, what's your preference yeah. on another gender? Completely. Um, and I try to word it like that of like, what's your preference? Like, do you want another boy so that your boy has like a friend or do you want a girl to experience something different? Yeah, completely. Like they're both so good and they're both positives. Yes. So like, let's but embrace not that. Make, not make something negative. Yeah. And I would just, just remind people, like, I really don't care what I have. Like, I would love to actually have a boy, whatever your preference is, be honest with it and just say, this is what I want. This but is what I want. Maybe try not to be like as sensitive to it. I could see how it could become sensitive, but yeah. like, unfortunately that's just, it's probably life. not coming from like a bad place. No, it's just coming from a place of like, I think curiosity more than anything. So yeah. That's, that's, that would be my advice. And I think too, like once you have one gender, people just assume you want the other one. Like, I think that's just kind of how life is. Kind of how it is. I think that's just how it is. I completely agree. Okay. My next question was, um, should I, or not question, but advice was, should I quit my part-time job to explore my, um, business and career on social media? Ooh. And I feel like that's a really good question because, I think a lot of people right now want to be creators. They want to be on platforms. They want to be on Instagram. They want to be on TikTok. They're like lemon eight. They're like downloading all these platforms to try and like grow, make it big and be a content creator. And if that's your dream, like go for it, go for it. But also my advice would be do not quit your job. Yeah. You don't know what the market's going to look like. Even us as full-time creators don't know what our next month is going to look like. We don't know when our next partnership is going to come from. And it's super stressful. Yeah. And especially when you're starting, you're not going to get partnerships. You're no, not. I waited. I had 70,000 followers before I quit my job. Yep. I was consistently making probably double than I was making at my part-time job yep. by the time I quit. And I was forced to quit by you. Yes. You were like, Kenzie? I'm like, Kenzie, please stop. Just stop. Like, like you're doing good. But even Kenzie, like to take that leap was scary because it's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. And also Instagram was even di- way different than it was back yes. then. Like now, because there's so many creators, it's even, it's harder. even harder to make it in the creator world. And, and that's so, not to say don't do it. No, no, no. Yeah. There's room for, there's room for everybody. But at the same time, if everybody is quitting their jobs to become creators, like you're not, you're not going to get partnerships. You're going to have to have hundreds of thousands of followers to even and get a partnership. You can do that 
while working a part-time job. Yes. Like yes. I would go to work. I probably worked what two and a half days a week, I think yep. is what my schedule was. Yep. So like not even a ton, but like no. I was working part-time. But yeah, you worked a part-time job. And I like right after I like while I was at work, I would literally plan out my outfits and what yep. we're gonna do when I got home. Yep. We'd get home, I'd pick Payson up, get Deej, we'd go out, we'd take photos, because it was like in the era this of photos. Was the photo era, yeah. And we would go take photos for like four days worth of content. So that way I could post like during the week. And it's definitely doable. Like obviously it's a lot of work to like try to juggle the two jobs, but I would just say I wouldn't risk it until your income from social media is surpassing, doubling, tripling what you're making now now and, because and it's taking more of your time yeah and I also will say like the market in the world that like the world we live in and everything is so so expensive that to me right now it would not be worth the risk of of like lowering an income and most families nowadays have to have a double income to even make it um and that's like to even scrape by a lot of people like to even scrape by in their life and everything so right now is so everything expensive. is crazy expensive I literally was ordering groceries last night yep and a box of like Cheez Its was seven dollars. Jamie, I'm just I, like, what is happening? I used to spend like fifty to seventy five dollars a week on like snacks and food. Yep. I can't leave the grocery store without spending two hundred yeah. at least. And I'm like, and even then, like last night, I went to go grab a snack, and I'm like, I like only have snacks for the kids. I like didn't no, buy I, myself any snacks because it's so it's so expensive. expensive. I like, know. I went to Costco last week, and I loaded up because I felt like. The same. I was like, I want to try to eat at home more because eating out is also so expensive. That's what I was going to say too. Yeah. Eating out is expensive. So I'm like, I really need to like focus on it. And I spent $400 at Costco, like literally to get stuff for me, for the kids, fruit, like load up on everything. And I'm like, yeah, we're going through the food already. Like it's, yeah, which is a good thing. It's like a good it thing to but be eaten. But at the same time, it's just even last night, this is so funny, but last night we were going to make lettuce wraps, but then I got home from dance and I just was like, so not in the mood to cook. Yep. DJ wasn't in the mood to cook. He had just done all the dishes and cleaned the whole kitchen. And I was like, Oh, I do not want to make it dirty. I was like, I'll just run to Taco Bell. We spent $25 at Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. No, we can't get out of Chick-fil-A for under $35, $40. I'm like, how am I spending 25? I used to go spend $3 at Taco Bell. No, literally $25 for your family. Ta at Taco at Bell. Taco Bell. I get a hard taco and a soft taco. No, I and it adds up. All of it does. It's everything and right now, now is just so expensive. Big, like you have to, and that's two kids. Imagine if you have a family of four or five, six kids. I, dude, I can't imagine like Pierce eats like nobody's business. No, a hundred percent. It's, it's insane. So our advice would be, Keep your job, but also pursue content creation, but also like wait until you're at the point where you feel confident that it would, it would at least equal your income. I agree. Yeah. And also I feel like that gives you a little motivation. Like I need to work really hard on content creation. That way I can quit my job. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not, like you, you have to be working towards it. And I think that once you hit your goal of being able to quit your job, I think that it'll be an exciting day for you. So just work towards it and you'll you'll get it. Yep, I 100% agree. This is kind of on the same page. Okay. Social media lately has so many ads and links to buy more stuff. Yeah, I think that that's hard. Obviously being on the other side of that, I have a different point of view. Because it's like, that is that's my income. literally how I make money. Yeah. But I can see how being on the other side of that, like not on my side of that is hard because you're just being like pushed things and ads and to buy more and to spend more. Um, and so I would say definitely look who you follow. If certain people post, like I know that there's creators out there that all they do is link. That's, yep. that's how they make the most of their money. Yeah. That's what they do. Um, I think that one of the things to, to also know is like just because you see a creator posting an ad, it doesn't mean you have to buy that thing. They're posting this. They are, they're endorsing this product. The biggest support you can do is just like and comment and move on. Like it's not they're not doing it to make you feel like you have, I mean, obviously it's an advertisement. That's what the company wants yeah. for you to like it and to buy it. But at the same time, if you have the perspective of like, I'm just going to support this creator and I don't need to buy, buy other it. things. But if my, my like other piece of advice is if there's creators that you follow who only post like so many links on their stories and it's never like stuff about their life, then just mute them or unfollow them. Because if it's overwhelming to you, then it's not serving you well. So don't follow them. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And I do think the overconsumption right now is like actually terrifying. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I follow those TikToks that like, they'll like watch an influencer's video and then they they like add up the price of how much everything costs. And like they do a car restock and it's $800. And it's like, well, obviously I'm, I'm not, not spending $800. Car. Exactly. And so I think that is really frustrating. And I think- it also is hard to like 
see somebody else have all this stuff that you want to have and that you feel like deserving to have you yep. know what I mean because yep. you're a hard worker and you do all these things too and you obviously want all this stuff too but I love following like the accounts that are like you don't need this like they're like Amazon hack Amazon gadget you need and then the the girl's like nope you don't need this this is why you don't need this and then as they're opening it they like explain why you don't need it and I think I think our society is having a really hard time between need and want right now yeah and and I even being on the other side of it I feel that all the time all I'm the like, time oh my gosh I want this I want this I want this and then when I really think about it I'm like no I actually don't really I want don't. it I feel like I need it because everybody's posting about yes. it yes I actually don't really want it and I don't really need it so I think that one thing that you could do you know to like combat that is like okay you see something you want put it in your cart yep think about it for a week think about it for two weeks if you can't stop thinking about it then save up and buy it yeah if you're like oh, I forgot I even added that to my cart. Then you don't need it. Exactly. You don't even really want it. Just be more like conscious of like what you're spending your money on and, and don't buy something just because yep. an influencer posts it. Buy it because it's something that you actually like, actually genuinely want, want. to have. Yeah. No, I love that one. Don't do like fast shopping. Yes. Take your time. Like take your time. Think about it. It's, it's not, still, it's still going to be there. It's Hopefully. Hopefully. It might not be, but then. Then you know. Then you know. It wasn't there and it's fine. Um. Okay. The next one, which I really like this one. So embarrassing, but advice on getting over religious trauma over sex being taboo. I need to feel more confident and sexy in the bedroom. It's such a mental struggle. Sometimes because I was raised in a very conservative religious church, it's affecting my marriage every day. I I can relate to that in some ways. Yeah, I just thought that that was a really good one. And I know that we've talked about this kind of stuff before on our podcast. And I know a lot of people have like reached out to us about it. And so I felt like, why not talk about it again? I was going to read that one too. Um, I mean, I have one piece of good advice. Yeah, go. I think one really piece of good advice would be to find a friend that feels a little bit more comfortable and confident in that space Area. than you do yes. and ask them a for advice or B to like go with you to a store. Yeah. Like, I, like I know that so many people feel like uncomfortable going to like sex stores. Like obviously like it's a little uncomfy, but like you can also order the stuff online. You can order it online, like, but some people don't know where like to start. So I would ask a friend like this is not sponsored, but like, Dame is a really good Dame's really good place to yeah. start. They walk you through the toys and what totally. they do and what you're looking for if you like are trying to start in that way. I also just think to have like super open conversations with your husband. Totally agree. Talk about like I feel really weird like trying something new because A, B, and C. Like because I'm not confident, because I I feel weird that I would like something that's different than the the average, the normal, totally. the whatever. I also think obviously we had Vanessa and Xander. That's what I was gonna say. Go follow their Instagram. They give out so much free advice every single day that as you see it more and as you start to get more comfortable and hear the words, like I feel like a lot of times growing up, we we don't even hear the right words. I totally agree. They're taboo and they're weird, yep. but like hear the words, become comfortable and then slowly open up those conversations with your husband. Because you also could like shoot your husband a text. Yeah. Like, like you're not face to face. Yeah. Like, Hey, I want to do this tonight or I just bought this and I want to try it like do you think that you feel comfortable with that like if you need to start somewhere and you're really really uncomfortable having the conversation like shoot him a text yeah shoot him a text and, and I guarantee he's probably gonna be fine with it exactly like, but just start having those little conversations and also remember that like sex is for you to enjoy too and you and should if it's affecting your marriage like it's definitely something that's important because to me I'm taking this as like your husband wants to try things and wants to do things and you want to, but you feel awkward and taboo because you've been taught for your whole life that it's bad. Um, and so that's the thing that personally you need to fix in your own mental, like you need to become comfortable. You need yeah. to explore why you're feeling this way. And obviously you're taking the right step by like even noticing that you feel taboo because of like a church or a way you were raised. It and might sound weird, but like I always feel better when I talk really openly with my friends. Yes, like, I hundred percent agree. Like with you. if I can talk to my friends and be like, Hey, do you guys do this? Do you do, you do this? And like, yep. our friends are also like really open and honest, which is really yes. helpful. But like, and we have one friend in particular who's like, so I thought I was gonna say. who's helped us so much, so much. She like told us a bunch of stuff that she does. And we're like, Oh my gosh, I would never do that. But like, but that, now I kind of want to, and then, now that sounds like, yes. And then you can report back to them and be like, Oh, guess what? Like I bought this or I tried this and like, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And it, it just, it, it feels like you're not as alone. Yes. Like, because I feel like with a lot of like sexual stuff, like you, you could feel alone almost like, 
well, is that weird? Do I, like, and husbands don't get it because they're not a girl. Like, it's just. They're just like, come on. Exactly. What's wrong with you? (laughs) I would try to get some advice from your friends, open up, order something from Dame, try it out, shoot a text, start a conversation, all of those things. Yeah. And, and don't, I know it's hard, but don't be embarrassed. Like it's sex is a natural thing in life and it's a natural part of us as humans. And And you should enjoy it. It's so important. And so definitely keep those conversations flowing and going and don't forget about about this yes because this is very important (laughs) yes yeah we're gonna jump in for a quick ad break okay we are so excited because this week we get to talk to you guys about pixie pixie is a free app that you can download on the app store and pixie is so cool it's like a family planning app love it which I think is so important because I know a lot of us, especially our husbands, ask us like 500 times, like, oh, wait, what are you doing on Wednesday? Oh, wait, what are you doing? Like, Justin and I will sit down on Sundays and we're like, hey, what does our week look like? And we still end up asking each other every day what we're doing. What we're doing. Because he doesn't have my calendar and I don't have his calendar. Yep. And I feel like as a mom, we have a really big mental load of like kids' appointments, kids have dance, kids have gymnastics. I mean, kids- literally this morning, you're like, oh, crap, DJ has a dentist. Okay, you're trying to figure that out. You're trying to help him. Literally, I had to call and be like, don't forget your dentist is at 10 a.m. But if we had Pixie, he could have looked and known he has a dentist today at 10 a.m. And I've I've seriously always needed like a good family sharing app because I've tried other ones and they, they do not work. I they don't know don't. how to connect them. Same. I don't understand them. No, I agree. But this is so smart. Well, even yesterday, I had a hair appointment at 9.30 and I needed Deej to stay home and watch Pierce. And even that, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to tell you. And it's like, well, because I have so much going on that sometimes I forget to tell him, even though he's part of the plan, I just make it myself. And then I assume he knows. Well, and I think that that happens so much too, with like last minute things. Like I I feel like not recently, but we were like, we do like girls dinners and then you'd be like, Oh my gosh, I I have to tell DJ and we're like leaving in two hours. And then that really stresses him out or vice versa. Like he's like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to do this. And I think that happens to us all, all the time. And it can get like super overwhelming, but But with Pixie even better, it's not just a calendar, but there's also a to-do list and grocery store, a grocery list and recipes and important family documents. I mean, I went to the grocery store the other day. This is actually so funny. I have these texts on my phone. I asked DJ before I left, we, we sat down. What do you need? We sat down. I hand wrote a list, which I never do. I love it. I hand wrote a list (laughs) and then I got to the store. And I got to, I looked at my phone. DJ was like, don't forget milk. And then I was like, I already got it. We're good. And then he texted me again, five minutes later, don't forget frozen waffles. And I was like, done, already got it. But how much easier that would be throughout the week when we run out of something, one of us just writes it into writes Pixie. It in the Pixie. And so who's ever doing the grocery shopping will actually know what to grocery shop for. I, I seriously love this. I think this is so smart. And there's thousands of families that also use it. Um, and the best part is, like we said, it's free to download. You can just search Pixie in the app store and that's P-I-X-I-E. Um, and we even have a special offer for our codependent girlies. Get all premium Pixie features for free for three months. All you have to do is visit trypixie.co slash codependent. Again, that's trypixie.co C-O, slash codependent. Family life doesn't have to be this hard. Get started with Pixie for free today. Okay, jumping right back into our advice panel, you guys. Is it me or is it you? It's you, girl. Oh, it's me. I got I to gotta find a good one. Oh, I had a good one. Let's see. I have a good one if you can't find it. No, one. this is the one I was looking okay, for. We, we talked about this one. How to keep friends when we found, when we're, whoa. How to keep friends when we found so many whose morals don't align with ours. Ooh, I love this one. We've been in this situation lots. I think everyone's been Everyone. I mean, throughout our whole life. Yeah, like, I can think of a lot of times. I, I think that, I mean, I, I guess I have like so many different directions I could take with this because I think of like high school and then I think Me of too. adulthood and then I think of college and I think of all these times in our life where you make friends and that's just naturally part of life is making friends that they don't think the same way as you. You have to remember everybody was yes. raised different. And I think more than, than anything, that's a good thing. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And Kenzie and I were at a, like, a really interesting point in our life where we were kind of sick of hanging out with Mormon girls. Like, I, I totally get that. Sorry to say that out loud, but like we just felt like, why are we surrounding ourselves with the exact same people? They all think the exact same way. Yeah. And I think our sister Kendall really helps us with that because she thinks in a super different way. Yeah. And having like fun, intriguing conversations of the way people think and why they think the way they think is so good. It opens up your mind like so much more. You definitely shouldn't just hang out with people who are just like you because you just don't expand your horizon. And like, also I'm sorry, but like, is that fun? Is that fun? Like they think the exact same way as you. Like 
I, I can understand the Parts morals. Like yes. if you are super against something and your friend is the opposite, like I could see how that'd be really hard. If you're really far right and she's really far left, that's, that's going to cause a lot of commotion. Yes. And like, how can we be friends during that? Like I could see that. Or like you believe in one thing and she actually does the complete opposite. Like I could, I could see how that, like that's different than just like thinking different. That's like morally you feel like morally you have an obligation to do the thing that you believe in, but they morally feel like they have the obligation to do what they believe in. And, and I could see that starting some fights. And I think it's hard to know without having like more context in the situation, what, what those exact morals that you're talking about are. Um, but for example, like we have one of our friends and she has like opened up to us and said, she has another friend who has left the church and she kind of feels like they're just going different directions in their life. Um, and I think this is a really big thing too with being Mormon, just because you have very, very like strong morals that are pushed, like pushed into your life from a very young age. And so, which isn't a bad thing. Like having good morals is a good thing, but also sometimes it's hard to think differently and to like see See the the other side, the little things in life that don't seem like bad morally seem bad to us morally. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense, Jamie. Like, like for us, for instance, I think we're taught like, do not ever touch alcohol. Do not ever touch drugs. Do not ever put yourself in a position. Do not even put yourself in a position where there's drinking. Exactly. But it's like the older that we get, like every position that I'm in with my friends, everyone's drinking. And, and like, and that's, that doesn't mean you have to train your mind. That doesn't mean that they're morally like unclean or un, like that they have bad morals because I don't believe that because I don't believe that they have bad morals just because they, they choose to drink like a 90% of 25 year olds in our drink. entire world drink. And I don't think all of them are morally wrong. wrong. And that doesn't mean that they're alcoholics either. And so I think part of it lies on you to say, what morals are we talking about? Are where, we, yes. Where do these morals lie differently? And is it something that I can get over? Because frankly, if your friend's drinking, yes, it can make, like I'm saying for a Mormon, like it can make you feel uncomfortable and you don't have to put, you have that choice too. You don't have yes. to put yourself in that situation. And if it's really like draining on you, then don't put yourself in that situation. Then don't. But at the same time, you might just need to look inward and say, you know what? They have something different and maybe they just want me to show up and be their friend today. Maybe they just, maybe they want to see if, if a Mormon can hang out with a non-Mormon who drinks. Maybe they, maybe they're testing you to see, to see if you're going to, do you actually love like yeah. Christ loved or are you just saying that? Totally. I think that there's so many different variations of, of morals that take into effect. I remember like the, like feeling of like having people drink around me and me not drink. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's uncomfortable just because of the way that we are raised and not really ever being around. I mean, obviously I was around it in a very negative way. Yes. And so never being around it in a positive way is really hard. And I think that you and I both relate to that in different ways. Yeah. Like you were never around drinking. Ever. Who drank? Nobody. Li- nobody in your life Literally ever nobody. drank. And so. Until Kendall. Until Kendall. <laughs> but until you were you were told your whole life that drinking was bad. And that if you had one sip of alcohol, you were going to be an alcoholic. You were going to be an alcoholic. And mine was the opposite of like, I grew up with alcoholics. And so to me, drinking was bad. Drinking yes. was horrible. You will be an alcoholic if you drink. And so just right here, just in this little discussion, we have very different opinions and very different lives for the reason of why we think and, and why everybody we think drinking is bad yes completely and, different reasons and everybody is entitled to that and maybe if your friend has a different moral than you maybe you need to get down to the nitty-gritty of why they feel the way that they feel and how you can be supportive without supporting does exactly. that make sense yeah 100 percent. you can like agree to disagree with with whatever it is if it's something like that if it's something deeper that you just feel like truly makes them a bad person. They're cheating. They're lying. You can't trust them. They're like, they're not a good person. They're stealing, like whatever it then is. Then like that would be kind of hard. That's harder because that's a little stronger of a moral. So I think explore what the moral is. It's good to have people that have different viewpoints than you. It's good to learn, but you, like you just need to decide at what, what point can you stand a disagreeing? Yeah. No, I, I think, I hope we answered that. We like kind of went around. We really way. went around about that. But I think you and I just have like a, like different viewpoint, not different viewpoints of each other, but a different perspective than other people have. Yes. Um, this one kind of goes along with this. Um, and Kenzie and I talked about this this morning, but how to help someone, or I think maybe last night, but how to help someone through addiction when they don't know how to ask for help. And I think that that is really hard because I think 
I mean, obviously like I grew up in my life with a lot of addiction surrounding me. Um, and I was kind of too young to help to like help or even have like a say in it. But I remember being young and being like, Oh my gosh, this isn't normal. Like people don't just do drugs and drink every day like that's not shooting up heroin that's like that's not normal that's a dad that's that's an addiction is bad um but I think that this kind of like Kenzie and I were talking about this how um and I we're kind of going to go into like more of this a little bit later with like our girly gossip but I think on social media especially like TikTok right now we're seeing so many people push drinking and it's fun and it's oh it used to be like a picture on a Bud Light um, like billboard that would have cute girls at the beach drinking. And that was what you're being pushed. But nowadays it's TikToks and it's chugging and it's shotgunning. And it's like all of these things that I think are pushing an addiction without knowing, I without, without, without pushing it. You know what I'm trying to say? I do. I think I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I think that you want to f- almost fit in, you know? Yep. And I, and it looks fun and cool. And I think we're like referring to the tart trip because yes, we watched the tart trip and it felt like the only thing going on in the tart trip was drinking. Yes. Like yes. it was crazy. It was crazy. And I have like this whole thing on it, but I think that with helping someone through addiction when they don't know how to ask for help is like everything we've said, like be super open and honest and ask them like, Hey, I've noticed that you're drinking a lot or you're doing whatever. Like, are you, are you Okay. Do you feel like it's become like too much? Do you need help? Like, I just want you to know I'm here for you and I'm recognizing a lot of steps that are, are hurting me, especially if they're close to you. I think you can have an open conversation with them. Definitely. Um, if it's your parent or like somebody else, I think just being, just being straightforward. I think too, like, I think of like, if my parents had an addiction, like I wouldn't want to leave my kids with them. And I think that that would like really not hurt them, but like, oh yeah, kind of put them into check, you put know, them in a perspective of like, oh, wow, people are actually noticing. It's not just me, maybe. Because a, pe- a lot of people hide when they have yeah. a problem, but they think they're hiding really well, but like they're not. you can always smell on their breath or tell if they're high or, you know. And, and the first step of any addiction is to notice you have an addiction. And so I think that- By even, letting other people notice, yeah. it helps them to notice. Exactly. So we don't have to like go too deep into that, but we kind of talked about that one and I was like, oh, I, that's a I good I like one. that one. Okay, this is a good one for me, I feel like. Okay. Right person, wrong time. What are your thoughts? Ooh, I, I feel like I, why don't you go with this? Okay, I'll go with this. This this was you. I don't think you can tell yourself it's the right person, wrong time. I think that's something that you can tell yourself at the right time. Does that make sense? Like Mm -hmm. for me personally, like I had to cut complete ties with DJ. I had to tell myself the door was closed. We are finished. There is not going to be a time for us. In the back of my head, looking back, I always believed he was the right person for and me. The, and it would, it would come back together. It would, but I never like really allowed myself to believe that because if I did, then I was holding myself back from like being happy in that moment. Like if I would have said like, I'm just waiting for him. I'm just waiting for him. I'm just waiting for him. Then I wouldn't have dated. I wouldn't have met amazing people. I wouldn't have grown myself I would have wouldn't have even had the appreciation and love for DJ that I ended up having because I was able to date other people and kind of see what I really wanted in a relationship and then I got like me and DJ got back together and I was like hey I experienced so much during the time that we were broken up for that like now it's the right time but I feel like if you tell yourself wrong time right person you are not going to be able to experience you're not other possible connections and relationships and maybe it'll take like it took Kenzie to just date around and like you tried your very very hardest to make a connection with somebody exactly and at the end of the day you knew that it wasn't DJ and yeah you you thought and you figured you guys would come back together but it was also a very real possibility that you wouldn't it was never it was more of a real possibility that we wouldn't than we would you would exactly and so I never allowed myself to be held back by it's just the wrong timing because then what if it never happened? What if he got engaged to somebody else? What if like, there's all these what ifs that could happen. I don't think that there's a world where you should sit and wait for somebody. I think that you need to spend that time focusing on yourself and growing and dating and seeing what you want in a person. Maybe, you know what you date somebody and you're like, wait a second, there are this, this, and this that I actually didn't like about this person. And so then you can move on. I think that by saying it's the wrong time, it leaves the door open And I think you need to shut the door completely. And if it is the right person in time, it will come back. It will come back. But if it's not, you need to be okay with the fact that it's not. 
because it took me a really long time to become okay with the fact that it was not going to work with DJ. And I think that was really healing for me. And it was good to see that I could like date other people. I could fall in love with other people. I could, you know, like just do me for a little bit. And I grew a lot and I really learned things about who I am. And it really helped me when getting back with DJ that like this, this, and this are the things that really bother me that you do that we need to fix and we could fix them. And it wasn't just right person, wrong time. Like, it, I feel like you can't, I feel like you can't say that. You can't just out have, of it. yeah, you can't have that in your head. You need to shut a door completely. And I just really believe that if it's meant to come back together, it will. It will. But shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door completely. Shut it. If you don't, it's never going to happen. In no, my opinion. I completely agree with you. Man, there's so many good ones. I'm there's like, really good ones I'm today. Like trying to like, okay. Kenzie talked about this one earlier, which maybe you were going to read it, but because it's right here, I'll go ahead. I'll read it. Um, it's kind of a longer one. So my closest friend copies everything I do. I was able to ignore it until she copied my career. It took me forever to find something I was passionate about. I shared with her and now she's doing it. It's even worse because her parents pay for everything for her. We are both married, same age, baby's the same age. Feels like things come so easy to her. Sorry, it's a long one. Like I said, um, I will mention I want a toy for my daughter and she will ask her parents to buy it for her. I know it's so annoying and I hate how it makes me feel because I hate not supporting my friends. SOS because I don't know what to do. I haven't said anything to her about it. Oof. Okay, first of all, you can tell that this is like a really nice person. Yes. Because I think we've all been in that position of like, I want to be supportive and I hate the way that I'm feeling, but like it really does suck. But it sucks. But like that just shows she's a really good person because she's like, how do I handle this? Because I want to be happy for her and supportive, but like I'm not. But I'm annoyed. And we've all been there. Yep. Ooh. For me, I think the biggest thing would be the career thing. Yeah. Like I think the stuff with the kids, like, okay, yeah, maybe that's annoying, but like, I don't know. Like I have the same toys as a lot of kids. Like I, I feel like I get it. Like it could, because, it, because it's all adding up. It's yes. It seems more dramatic than it even was because yes. it's adding up. And I think number one, my advice to you would be just to help yourself would be to look at it as a compliment. Completely agree. Look with at that. it as that she thinks that you are the coolest person. Like she wants to be like you. She wants to do the things that you're doing because she looks up to you. I think that first that'll make your mind better. It'll help you sleep at night to like know that, hey, you know what? Like maybe this girl isn't doing it to be vindictive. Maybe she's doing it because she really does look up to you. Yeah, completely. Change your mindset on that first and then be super open with her and say like, hey, what's, you know, I've been noticing a couple things and like, it's kind of bugging me. I know it shouldn't bug me, but I think tell that me. tell me your side of this. I think that having an open communication is always the very best thing that you could possibly do. Yeah. Like, and I feel like I say that about every single thing. Like it might hurt her feelings a little bit that you say like you're kind of copying me, but yep. also you bottling in your feelings is not going to make things better either. I totally And I agree. think that that's something that me and you have become very, very good at. I 100%. I, because I think that for a little bit, like, I don't know, I think for a minute of like our friendship, we were really scared to lose each other. And so we, we avoided saying the things that we wanted to say yes. because we're like, well, I don't want to get in a fight because I don't want to lose her. And like, this is such a mundane thing that doesn't bug me that much. And so I don't want to say it enough that maybe I should just say it. And so now I feel like we've gotten to the point like that, like we're very, very good at communicating openly that yep. like, this isn't going to end our friendship. This isn't something that we need to get in a fight over, but this is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm feeling. And I, I, and you're allowed to feel that way. And you're allowed to feel that way. And I think, I think back on like social media, like Kenzie started social media before I did, she was so into it. And I kind of like dabbled into it. Cause I thought that it was cool that she was doing it. And she was like being successful with it and all these things. And then I like kind of took a step back and it wasn't until Kenzie really encouraged me that I felt like, okay, maybe she doesn't care. That did you I'm, felt like I cared? Not that, no, not that you cared. I just, I kind of felt like the same way. Like maybe I shouldn't do this. Like this is something you're super passionate about. And maybe I should just let you do like this. Almost like, like overstepping. Exactly. Like maybe this is just your passion and that's totally fine. And like, maybe you just don't want me to. And that was probably just my own insecurity. But I think that's a normal feeling. But that's a normal feeling. And I felt like once Kenzie was really like, no, you should do this. We could do it together. I felt comfortable to be like, okay, I'm going to dive in. That but totally makes sense. It w It's like definitely scary to do something, especially somebody you're so close to, to be yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm doing the exact same thing you're doing. Like, yeah, I'm kind of copying you, but it's really because I look up to you and I thought what you were doing was cool. And that- That's a really good way to look at it. It was something that I would love to do, but I also don't want to overstep and I don't know if I'm even going to be good at it. And do I even ask you for advice or is that kind of annoying? I totally like, get is it. Is it annoying to ask you like, hey, wh what should I post today? And you're like- 
why are you doing this? Don't do this. <laughs> like, so I think just kind of talk to her and, and take, take that lead. And maybe, maybe if she notices like, oh, I am kind of copying you crap, like crap, I'm sorry. I thought what you were doing was really cool. And maybe if you just hear that from her, like I look up to you then it'll change your yes. perspective. No, and that's it a will really good way to put her it. perspective of it. I love that. I thought of that when you said that. I'm like, okay, like, have I been in this situation? Where have I been with it? So, yeah, I think that. And just openly communicate. And you guys live across the country. So, like, you probably don't even have, like, like, like it's nobody, like, nobody from where you are is going to notice that you guys are doing it. Whereas, like, maybe people, it's a really good thing that, like, you guys don't live next to each other. And also maybe work together. If it's yeah. something, if it's totally. something that is specific, like maybe work together because like, that's why Kenzie and I have started these businesses. Two brains are better than one. We have two brains and we can push things and we can go at it together. And we, <laughs> that made me think of the, the, it's all brains and no boobs. So it's, oh, all it's all boobs, boobs and, and no, no brains. brains. <laughs> no, but go at it together and, and maybe just the perspective will change everything. I love that. Good advice, Jamie. I'm great. <laughs> okay, this will be my last one. Okay. And then you pick one last one. Okay. Staying motivated, working out, and eating healthy. How to get started. Ooh. Take it okay. away. Well, I wanted to talk about this just because I thought it was really funny. Uh, well, it's not funny, but <laughs> I have wanted to talk about this on my Instagram. So this can be like also my, oh, my okay. close friends. Okay. But I posted the other day, like a progress picture. Yes. And, you know, just so proud. And proud girly. I got like, I got so many DMs. I hate when people say that. I hate when I say it, but I did that were like, share your workout plan. Please start sharing your workout plan again. Like all this stuff. And I just wanted to like address that really quick, which I know is like kind of stupid, but it's at the re cause somebody was like, girl, don't gatekeep, like start sharing your workouts again. And it's not that I'm gatekeeping. Like I swear I would post my workouts every day, but it's honestly protecting my peace because every single time, no matter what I'm doing, I posted a clip of me working out. The other day, I posted a video of me doing squats. Squats, Jamie, squats. And some girl told me that my squats didn't count because I wasn't going low enough and that I shouldn't count those as squats. And, and like, that's so silly because so it's just some random person on the internet, but it hurt my feelings. And then, and then every time you're going to be squatting for the next week, you're going to be thinking, oh, I got to go lower. Exactly. Oh, this doesn't count. Oh, it, like, and your piece to working out is your own, like, I'm it's, doing it for me. It's fueling you. Exactly. It's you as a mom, as a wife, as a person for yourself. And maybe like in two years when I'm more confident, I will share all that stuff. Like maybe, but as right now, like it, it's, and I know so many people are so kind and nice and supportive and 99% of them actually are supportive. But the 1% that I get, that's like, you shouldn't share your workouts. You're not a professional. And I'm like, I'm not a professional, but I'm a mom. But also I don't, there's a reason that people follow you to look at a mom doing workouts Realistic. that can be attainable rather than a professional who looks amazing and who has perfect form and who has a private gym and a private, like all these things. Exactly. That's not attainable. Exactly. Having a mom that's like them. That, that started from actually zero. Started from nothing and has learned and grown in this and has had super, super like successful success. Successful <laughs> success. Um, can share. And I think that People want to see you do it because they can relate to you, not I, because you're a professional. And I know that. And I think I'm going to get more comfortable sharing. But just like in this world right now, I'm like just literally protecting myself. You just my have piece. to like take a step back and be because like, actually. It is no. really. And like I already have always my whole life been really self-conscious about working out. Like I never went to the gym. I didn't know how to lift weights. I have always felt uncomfortable at the gym. And so for me to like put it out there for 200,000 people to the judge every single thing that I'm doing at the gym, it's just like really hard. And so I'm, I'm trying to get better. I want to start sharing my workouts, but back to the question of how you can start working out. I think that you need to figure out what you're working out towards. Are you working out to lose weight? Are you working out to feel better mentally? Are you working out because you need an outlet? Like to have a break for your, from your kids. Yeah. Like <laughs> what, what's your end kind of goal? Because I feel like that really helped me at the beginning of like, why am I going to the gym? Honestly, at the beginning, I was going to lose weight. Yeah, I was going because 100%. I felt like I gained a lot of weight postpartum and I wanted to Which lose it. not to be ashamed of. I think most people that go to gyms, that's their first inclination to go to a gym. Absolutely. And now I'm at a stage where I'm like, I go to the gym for my mental health yep. and like- And to feel strong and to feel confident in, yes. in you and in your 
body and all the things. And I was telling my friend the other day, cause she was asking like the same question, how do I get started? And I, and she's like, I just like need to start going back to the gym every day. I'm like, you actually don't like, like actually don't go every day. You're going to burn yourself out. And it's going to be overwhelming because then guess what's going to happen. You're going to miss one day and then you're going to be like, well, I missed a day. So I guess I'm done. I'm done. And then you quit. I started going two days a week and also get a gym buddy yeah. because I didn't go to the gym without you. Yep. And yep. that was really helpful for yes. me because you, we always like, you didn't want to go to the gym. And I was like, we're going. And then I didn't want to go. And you were like, we're going. we're going. And so find somebody that you can go with and find someone that like wants to do the same workout as you take a workout class. That was really helpful for me and you yep. because that's they, how we learned like, everything. What a move was. That's how we learned how to yes. squat and find, find a place that's super inclusive that will like help you learn it. Like I could ask the instructor, like, yes, hey, am I squatting? Right. Am yep. I, or like, I don't know. I, I can't do this. Can you give me a, a modification? Yes. And that is so important because it's hard to know. And, and it's overwhelming when you think of all the things out there to like get started. And I think that's the hardest part is just getting started. And I would just start going two days a week. Yeah. And then once you have that down, start going three days a week. Yeah. And then once you have that down, if you want to start going more, start going more. Yeah. And, and or the other days go on a walk. Yeah, go, completely. Like, go, go on a hike, go do something else that if you feel overwhelmed, like move your body. And I think that that's the most important thing. And I think for like eating healthy, I would start with like taking one food group away. Yep. Not even away, but just trying to modify your diet. Like, or even just, I think for like a week, write down everything you're eating. That's a really good idea. Go back and be like, okay, wow. I actually snack a ton on chocolate. Yeah. Chips. Yeah. Whatever. Like I didn't realize I was eating this much of this and then cut it out. And I would, I like always tried to modify at least my dinner. Yes. You know what I mean? So like I, Jamie, I was queen of chicken strips. Was I not? Queen. Anywhere we go. Chicken strips, fries, ranch, Dr. Pepper. Every single meal, no matter where we went. And so instead of doing that, I would opt for a chicken breast and French fries and a Dr. Pepper. Or you do a salad with Fried Crisp- chicken on it. Yes, crispy chicken. Crispy chicken on no it. No fries. But no fries. And so you're cutting out one of the things that is contributing. Instead of being like, I'm not eating sugar. I'm not eating carbs. I'm not eating butter. I'm not eating fat. Because instead- that's gonna, that's not going to last. It's going to burn you out. It's going to be too hard. So just find some things that you can modify. modify here and there. Like instead yep. of getting Doritos, get a bag of veggie straws because yep. then you get the crunch still get baked chips and get a small bag like try try different things to kind of start it out I, I hate the idea and the mindset of like cold turkey all at once you have to do all these things I tried yeah. it in the past it didn't work for me this is what has worked for me and it's just slowly evolving and changing my lifestyle I mean I'm a year and a half in and like I'm still evolving and I'm still learning things and I'm still changing things because it's like it takes time. It takes time. It so takes be patient. Time. Yeah. This, this kind of goes along with it and it's not oh, a nice. piece of advice. Okay. That was a good one. I, I think that's a really good one to end on, but just because it kind of goes along with it and we told you guys we were going to do our moments that matter. Oh, yay. Um, this is one of the moments that matter. And it says, I absolutely love the moments that matter. It allows you to self-reflect and appreciate your life a lot more. My moment that matters would be doing my, doing my first event run, sorry, doing my first run Disney event and crossing the finish line after 10 miles. I was having a hard time a few months ago getting back into the gym and eating better. So I signed up for a run at the Disney event. It was expensive. So I knew it would force me to get back into the swing of things. I had never run this much before. After three months of hard training, I crossed the finish line and it was all worth it. The run was difficult because it was at 5 a.m. But the fireworks and the special characters and just making it across the finish line made it so worth it. Wait, that's so sweet. I love that. And she put a picture of herself crossing the finish line. Okay. In like a cute little um, Toy Story outfit. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. How cute. I just, that's like, I just felt like that moment that mattered went along really well with this. Exercising. It mattered to her because she did something really hard. And so. I love that. I love you. Thank you for sharing that with us. That was really sweet. That was really cool. And keep putting your moments that matter because we love to read them. Do you have a moment that matters? I need to like be better at thinking about it. I have one, but I already posted on Instagram. So sorry. But when I got home from dance yesterday, DJ Mm -hmm. had done all of the dishes. There was a lot of dishes and he did all the dishes. And I said in the middle of the day yesterday, I'm like, oh, the kids have no clothes. I need to do the laundry. And if you have kids, you know, kids laundry sucks. It freaking sucks. And I got home and all of the kids laundry was done. Like four loads of laundry and all the dishes were clean and my house was clean. And I was just like, there's no better feeling than getting home and your house just being perfect. And I didn't want to cook in it because it was clean. And so that was just really nice of DJ. I don't know. It's been really hard with him. Like 
so consumed in studying and school and everything. And then he's home, like he's taking this week off of studying and then starting back up next week for the boards. And just like, I don't know. I felt like he was going to like be lazy and like take a nap and play his video games. And instead he like has been so helpful to me and it's just like made my life. It matters to you. It matters. And it's like the tiny little things. And it just really helped me out yesterday. It helps you. I love that. What's yours? a good one. Um, I didn't actually have one. Oh, I was, you just, went, <gasps> I was, I was saying oh. like, yeah, like, Oh me. Like, okay. Like okay. there's no better feeling. And then I said it. I try so. to think of something, somebody nice, somebody did nice for you this week. Nobody's nice to me. Nobody, no, nobody, everybody hates Jamie. <laughs> just kidding. No. Um, yeah, I don't, I can't think. I'll start thinking. Yeah. That. We got to start thinking. I'll, of I'll them. start thinking of those moments. You did a moment that mattered. What I do for J- uh, Navy's teachers? Oh, I did. It's Teacher Appreciation Week this week. Thanks for all the teachers. If you listen, Ugh, we, we literally love you. couldn't live without you. Could not live without you. But um, it's this today was like get your favorite drink day, and so I um, DM'd her teacher on Instagram, and I was like, "What's your like? What's your in your assistant's drink order?" And so she told me her drink order, so I got to bring them their favorite drinks, and it was cool because a lot of people had brought them like boxes of like coke and tea and like all oh, the things and they had a, like a special but drink. they had like a special drink they could drink like right then and there oh I love that so I was like oh that was cool I'm glad I asked that and didn't like bring a box pick of out something random totally like so yeah our teacher appreciations this week and Friday is like the Friday fuel and so we're supposed to bring like a gift card to our favorite coffee shop or something oh that's so cool. I'm gonna bring her a Dutch, a Dutch gift, card. gift card does yes. she like Dutch I don't know she's better she has to she's you better. know you gotta like Dutch <laughs> tell Payson to go to school on to, oh I guess I guess. Oh, wait, tomorrow's Wednesday. Tell her to go to school and say, ask your teacher, Starbucks or Dutch? That's a good idea. <laughs> oh, ask her. I asked Navy, I'm like, ask your teachers what their favorite drink is. And she got too scared. Oh, she yeah. Wouldn't. I'll have Payson ask. I'll she ask wouldn't. him to ask if they like Dutch bros. We'll see what she says. Also, Payson did not notice my hair and I was really disappointed. Are you serious? I for sure thought she was going to notice and she genuinely she did not. She looked at you and kept going on with her day. Yep. All right, Payson. Yeah. I was like, what's different? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. You I was look like, the same. Okay, cool. Idiot. Thanks, face. <laughs> anyways. No, anyways. Thank you guys for listening. This was a little bit longer episode, but we hope you liked it. We hope you like our bonus episodes. And don't forget to join our Facebook page um, because every week we have like a little thread going. And maybe we can put our moments that matter on there too. If you don't like, if you miss our Instagram story, start like a little moments that matter and we can go through and pick those too. But anyway, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We love you so much. And we'll see you next week on the Codependent Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.